You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. 2024. Let's go. <laughs> the 2024 Cooligans going to be a little different than 2023 Cooligans. Yeah, dude. How though? <laughs> Probably not much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, we got to still make you feel like it's you're at home. You yeah, know 100%. I mean? We changing, bro. <laughs> Our New Year's resolution is to do the same thing over again. <laughs> okay. All right, because you know what? We know that we can meet those resolutions. 100%. I could fail in the same capacity. <laughs> we're not going to pressure ourselves too hard to meet some no. standard wow. that the internet is telling us we have to meet. Wow, you trying to change us, bro? <laughs> well, Damn. As always, uh, welcome. It's the Cooligans, buddy. To the Cooligans podcast. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros, everybody. Yes, we, you know, 20. We got Miguel still in the building. Still here, survive the new year. Miguelito back from uh, La República Dominicana. Yes. He was out there, uh, you know, dancing with El Alfa. What? Wow. I hit it. If I had a camera, you could see I'm doing a little dance. He was doing doing a little salsa over there, bro. (laughs) So uh, it's great to see he has a a nice tan. Mm. He is living up. Up to the Miguelito name. I know. Yes. I'm doing it more cosplaying as Miguelito. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, bro, let's do the show, but also have some platanos. Uh, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but let's go. All right. Bro. De lo mío. De lo tuyo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, we, there's a lot to cover today. We've been off for uh, you know for the holidays of a it little over like, two weeks. It felt like about a month and a half, did it, it not? It, it's been a long time. People miss us. Okay, no, it's they, about time. They miss our our. We got back on your ears and in your eyes. Our, <laughs> our fun, educated banter on the world of football. They're like, yo, all these other podcasts are giving us facts and stats. Mm-mm. Where's the bits? <laughs> okay, we need more bits, folks. Uh, well, that's why we're here, everybody. Okay, we were out. We were out out here sharpening the bits mm. uh, uh, to to get them ready for you. But uh, yes. Happy I put New- mine in a bit sharpener. I didn't want to do it myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Happy New Year. Uh, I hope, uh, you know, everything, uh, all your dreams come true for uh, 2024. Not all of you, because some of their dreams might counteract some of our dreams, you know? What if someone else out there, like, <laughs> yeah, we want to be if- the number three <laughs> comedy soccer podcast? <laughs> I'm like, yo, that's ours, That's bro. our spot. You ain't taking it from <laughs> nah, us. Okay, man. so just make sure. We in the Champions League, though. <laughs> Just make sure your dreams don't coincide or yeah. interfere with our dreams. That's right, all. like my mother used to say, your liberty stops where mine starts. And I don't <laughs> think that's how the Constitution damn, works. Mom, I can't <laughs> be, Were you one of the founding fathers? <laughs> damn. Sorry, Senora Hancock. <laughs> Mom, hey, you know mom's beat. Hey, damn. <laughs> Just spitting absolute truth, knowledge bombs. Right? Or self-made facts. Okay, is your mom Cat Williams? <laughs> yeah, spin all this, spin all this truth. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, Club Chris, Chris. Over here. <laughs> okay, we got to rebrand sometimes. Hey, all right, we got to wear the tightest pants, bro, and put our legs on the desk from the neck <laughs> to the ankles. It is paint. <laughs> why? It's like why is my favorite part? Why I, I started she, listening to the episode. I, saw, the I listened to a lot of it. I, I, my main question: Why does if it's it feels like Shannon Sharp is wearing the tightest pants over his arms. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it just, bro, why so tight? Why is everything so tight? So I'm listening to it because uh-huh. I got a long drive from Stanford back. 
So I, here's the thing that I keep enjoying is every time Cat Williams like, that's like people taking steroids can't talk to me about being a good player. And I'm like, do you see how big <laughs> you think this is natural? <laughs> My man is like 55. Yeah. He's maintaining all that muscle. And he's the size of that the, the big ass chair he's in. Shannon Sharp was like, yeah, that's crazy. Bro. Yeah, Who, would take steroids? <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> that's crazy. Not this guy. <laughs> can, we, can, can we stop giving him cognac, please? <laughs> he keeps talking about steroids. And, and Entertaining uh, interview, uh, but my man just bur- Cat Williams can burn it all down. He don't care. He don't care. He's still gonna do arenas. Exactly, bro. bro. So that's that's the kind of success we need, bro. Yes, we can just be absolutely just uh, you know egregious. Oh, could you imagine? And there's no consequence. Not with this TV bag. <laughs> no, <I have> be <laughs> no, <bro>. family friendly. <laughs> okay, who's uh, uh what's his name? Uh, Dana White is like mm. that's like he's. It's just like my man should have been canceled immediately, but I guess no, he's no. not. He's uncancelable. Also, all his friends fight, <laughs> so I'm not saying anything. <laughs> uh, soccer, everybody. Uh, a wild uh, uh, last few weeks. Yeah, uh, obviously the Boxing Day, the festive fixtures. Do we have to talk about soccer? Because Arsenal's not having a good. <laughs> yeah, seems, Arsenal aren't playing football. They're playing soccer out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need you to play footy. <laughs> so, uh, we, yeah, we'll we'll give a nice little recap and, and see sort of. Where we are in the Premier League, we also we have obviously have to uh, all the the off season transfers that are already going on in Europe, in Major League Soccer, in NWSL. Uh, the, the 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 super teams mm. are being built out here in NWSL. Real uh, McGotham? <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're gonna talk about? We call them the Galacticos. Yeah, yeah. Galacticos, bro. <laughs> so. Uh, we'll get to Goth all that. Salona over here. <laughs> they got going on. Bro. Uh, fascinating. Bro. Um, Bayern Munthum. <laughs> I think we should just get progressively worse. <laughs> every single I was actually trying every to figure out <laughs> what's the dumbest one I could do with Bayern Munich. Uh, Gothamton. No, don't, don't build that one. Don't oh, build. God, no. <laughs> don't, don't do that one. Sean Dyche. <laughs> no, thank you. So, okay. So, let's uh, let's just talk about uh, and just see where we are uh, in the Premier League and just take a, a quick Goth look. Chest City. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see where we are. Uh, Liverpool, the top four Liverpool, Aston Villa, Man City, and Arsenal in fourth. Yo, uh, yo City ain't even play a game. How'd they hop over? It, <laughs> they were, they were yeah. playing the club World yo, Cup. They was in a whole other stratosphere, <laughs> dog. How you, how you uh, on top of Arsenal when you in another time zone? Yo, how you, how you winning a trophy over there <laughs> and beating us over here? Uh, but th- look, uh, before, the, the, before Christmas, mm. Arsenal were at the top of the table. Uh, now they are in fourth, sitting on 40 points, and, and uh, Liverpool is in first with 45. And uh, so the the run of form has been bad. Go very You know what? Said. This is why you come here for the. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you don't need stats. You just me. You just need me saying, "Yo, Arsenal are not that good right yeah, now." Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting cooked by Sparkler over here. Uh, <laughs> no. But the okay, so this is the, my, my uh, explanation, and I think uh, this these festive fixtures mm-hmm. in in the Premier League are always a little bit like um, this is thing, where your depth gets stretched. The to thing the that max. you expect to happen is probably not going to happen. No, right? not at all. So uh, you know, like we had the um, uh, we had the parlay in DraftKings, right? Yeah, and and we, and it we was were cooking, boy. We were doing it right because it was a, a, a draw for Arsenal and Liverpool. All the things the underdogs no, both, said not to do. Score. Both teams score. Both teams score. Both the things the underdogs told us not to do, we did, and we were right. Yes, and then and uh, then there was one we all agreed on, <laughs> and we right? were wrong. Yeah, and, and Tottenham beats Everton. Uh-huh. Both teams score for Arsenal, Liverpool mm-hmm. hit on both, and then the other one was. Uh, was it Burnley beats like Fulham. City? Fulham. No, we had Fulham. Fulham beat. Be, we had Fulham money line to beat uh, Burnley. Burnley, bro, we got it. Burnley, that's a that's a hit. Can't yeah, nobody. Yeah, Burnley can't be nobody. What was the score in that game? Two nil Burnley. Two nil Burnley. <laughs> Two nil. Burnley. I was watching that in the 88th minute. I'm like, this cannot be the way this whole parlay goes down. <laughs> You, bro, even Vincent Company was like, yo, I'm sorry I had to let you, th- you guys down. I, didn't <laughs> yo, mean, I, I didn't think mean- Vincent Company had the parlay, bro. <laughs> yeah. He was even- like, all right, we just need two more <laughs> Vincent Company is like, bro, I love these guys, but ain't no way. <laughs> so uh, so that was so it was very unexpected. Unexpected results were probably the theme yes. of these uh, of these fixtures. And um, Arsenal 
Losing yeah. Arsenal in a bad run of form. Losing to uh, who West they Ham. To? They lost to Fulham yeah. and West Ham and, and West, West Ham. Ham. Yes, we and lost to West Ham, Jamie, our editor. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our editor is gloating right now. He was doing that uh, uh, on WhatsApp the other yeah. day. But this is uh, to look and without Paqueta, which is really frustrating. The, the loss to to I mean, what's more shocking, the, the loss to Fulham or loss to West Ham? I, I would probably say the loss to Fulham, in my opinion. Given just the, uh, I actually disagree. I think the loss to West Ham was more shocking. West Ham played us in a way where I mean, what did we have? Thirty shots. What you click on that? I, we had seventy-seven touches in the opponent's box, which is the most ever in the history of the Premier League without scoring. Uh, yeah. Thirty shots, eight on target. It was this was embarrassing. The game against Fulham, we just looked gassed. We looked tired. Right. Again, everyone else takes breaks. England's like, what if we just keep playing every day, dude? Okay. You were brought here to work. <laughs> Sorry. You want this passport back? Um, it's just ridiculous. Look at this. 2.77 XG, and we scored zero goals. This, I think this began the highlight of That's the a, fact. The goalkeeper made some unbelievable saves. Areola <laughs> is playing like Pete Casillas right now, and it is so annoying. <laughs> he was pretty remarkable. Every, for the last few games, I'm like, this guy can't be scored on. Yeah, yeah. This, it's one he of got those, four legs and six arms. I don't know how he does if it. If you're playing like EAFC, this, these are the games you have just once yeah. in a while. You're just like, okay, so this... You just got the icon, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. card. Are you good? You team of the week, right? <laughs> I mean, we literally camped out. I mean, look at the look at the shot map. Yeah. The shot map. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we couldn't score in the box, out the box, around the box, mm -hmm. next to the box, that cousins with the box. Kind of like me on prom night. <laughs> hey, hey, Christian hey. Beach to it. Christian Beach to it. He's a couple shots. <laughs> None of them went in. Missed them all. <laughs> She's like, get up and try again. <laughs> I'm not, this time I won't move. I, <laughs> I just don't know where it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's my belly button. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> it feels good though, right? <laughs> I'm done. I've been done. I've been done for hours. I'm trying to help you out here. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I hope it feels as good for you as it does for me. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm asleep, to be I honest mean, with you. I, the Pillsbury Doughboy enjoys it. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, look at this. This is embarrassing, bro. 74% possession. Yeah. 30 so shots, 8 on target, 5 big chances. 91% possession, 91% uh, accurate, uh, accurate passes. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's just... It's, so, uh, the game against West Ham, it can feel like the fluke a little bit. Can we stop talking about West Ham being a great team? They're playing really well right now. They're grinding out wins. I'm with the half... The half of the fan base that wants David Moyes gone, so do I, actually. Could you have sacked him before the Arsenal game? I mean, but look, honestly, they're, they're, they've scored 33 goals. They've given up 30. That's not... Not great. It's not great. Yeah, they've been, they've been on a great run the last few matches. So last the, four I, matches. This this um, holiday period feels uh, just like you know you, you sort of figure out what teams you, you talk about depth, but also like stamina and and how how fit are the players? Can they manage like the game um, the game against Liverpool and then the game against West Ham was five days apart. So to me, this is a game Arsenal should win. And, and you see the you see the statistics. And then, but the game against Fulham, you can understand the game is three days apart from from the previous one. Then your your depth gets challenged, and and players probably just tired. And you know, I I saw people talking about uh, some injuries, right? Obviously, is Zinchenko's injured? If Zinchenko, I'm not no, Zinchenko's fine. Tomiyasu's injured. Uh, Party Partey is obviously still out. Yeah, uh, and now it looks like he's not going to Afcon. Um, it just kept go. It just keeps going. And to be honest with you, I think. Martinelli's had a really sort of bad season so far. Just not a great season. I think he's got two goals, if I'm not mistaken, maybe right. one. Um, it's Things haven't been lining up the way they have in the past. A lot of people are now saying, like, I wish we wouldn't have sold, you know, Granit Xhaka, so on and so forth. And I get I get that there's two parts as for me as an Arsenal fan. Part of me wants to, like, once we took that step last season where I'm like, all right, now we're back in Champions League, I kind of want to be like Real Madrid who gets rid of players right at their peak. The right. peak of their value and talent, so they could sell them for most. They've gotten their best, you know, their best qualities. They've gotten the best out of them. They're starting that downward slide. They sell them for the most value and move on. And other teams are like we're going to bring in this winner. I feel like we did that with Granite Shaka. I wish we would have done that with Partey. I asked for him to be sold last summer. Um, 
on this podcast, not like I called Mikel or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, hey, uh, yeah. I, I do. I do. I got yeah. you. I, I got a couple suggestions. I got an idea. Um, who am I? You'll find out. <laughs> um, I'm in your I'm in your office. Uh, but part of me wanted wanted wants the team to do that. But I think the other part of that is you have to bring in other players that can carry that. And I think it took it took Havertz a little bit of a while to sort of get going. And now he seems to be going. And the, the, for me, the single question is, can Martinelli get going and can we score some goals? Dude, you can't. 77 touches in the opponent's box and not scoring at all is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's a, look, if if Martinelli... Martinelli got a new contract last this yeah, year. Yeah, he got extended. Right? Um, if Martinelli and Odegaard have the, the, the seasons that they had last season, uh, if they had the season this season... That they had last season, mm-hmm. which they contributed a lot of goals We're still uh, in first to the place. team. Yeah. That's yeah. It. So it's, it's kind of, that's probably the thing, that the biggest difference and the biggest shock. Why aren't Martin Odegaard and, um, and Martinelli getting more goals or getting even more opportunities to score goals? And I will say this. I think Odegaard has found that creative touch and those through passes and that sort of taking the game a little bit more control of the match. I feel like he's found that the last few matches. Unfortunately, it's going to to, to players that aren't finishing those, yeah. those I, opportunities. And I, I'll say this. I mean, the last few weeks, I think Martin Odegaard is – maybe it's debatable. I think he is – he's definitely my favorite player to watch in the Premier League right now. He is such a fun – uh, uh, just interesting player. He's just, it's just – it's one of the – those. He gives things. me more – oh, when I watch. Right, I'm right. Like, oh. It's just one of those things of like, when, you know when you see like a, a white guy that can dance really well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin, watching Martin Argo, you're like, bro, I, it's like, you got some black in you. Yeah. Like, it's a little bit something like, there's yeah, something yeah, else yeah. in there. When you you move a little bit different. Yeah, bro. Was your neighbor Latino and your, <laughs> your dad on a lot of business trips? <laughs> there's something. He's just like, he, he, my, my man got some like sauce yeah. to him. And, and, you know, and look, he can even. It's like the first time you see a white guy dunk. You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he Whoa. can even he can even handle the ball in the box, and the refs are like, "Nah, bro, you good." Yeah, you know, you know. I'm able. To look, okay, <laughs> you know how many times we get screwed over? We got one, and it didn't even really help us. When you think about it, they were like, "Nah, Martin Odegaard's yeah. the homie, bro." Yeah, but he was cooking though. <laughs> I was watching those Allen Iverson yeah. videos. Yeah. Yeah. How many got the wicked Yo. handle? What he can't cross over? <laughs> You're not allowed to cross over. <laughs> Damn, the game's dead. It's a carry. It's a carry. It's a carry. Bro, go ahead, go to the VAR screen. It's, I'm gonna show you a real don't. Video, but just go there anyway. I need you to see what sauce really look like. So uh, yeah, so look, I, I think this is a. I, it's not the end for Arsenal, but they they look, near now. It. Now the complaint. I even saw you on on Morning Footy talking about we we need a striker. It's yes. kind of a strange thing when you have two two strikers that were pretty good last season, and Ketia and and Jesus, and now all of a sudden we need a striker. How do you well, think they feel hearing that? Uh, well, uh, Jesus, I you know I continue to, to be on the team, and Ketia, <laughs> uh, well, I don't care what you. Do. <laughs> no, honestly, in all honesty, I think Ketia is like the, the values he showed last season mm-hmm. were like, yo, when we were down and we needed you, and there was injuries, you came in and balled out. But it's it always felt tentative, you know what I mean? And now we're like, we need you. You come in, and we're, I think we're starting to see like his qualities don't match up to the way Mikel Arteta plays. Okay. So, at the end of the day. If you're not going to be the guy that just gets in there and somehow manages to score and does something magical, you're going to start to lose the fans pretty quickly, and that's yeah. exactly what we're seeing now. Look, this uh, Arsenal this season, uh, they've had some good games, but they've had they've had too many of late, you know, stoppage time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, winners and stuff like that. And it's like they arguably they should have a little bit more control of of, of these games. Like, I mean, yeah. th- that game. That Declan Rice in the the late winner was like against Luton Town. No, wasn't that United? That he's, he had two. Yeah, but one was in United, uh, and then Luton Town. Yeah, was Luton a win, Town was, yeah. the, was the win. Yeah, uh, and and it's like, well, all right, why are y'all even in that position? Oh, Luton Town's a lot better than they <laughs> started the season out. And uh, I yeah, I mean, look, okay, so this is like some Arsenal fans believe that for the last two seasons, Arsenal have outperformed their XG. Mm-hmm. But this season, we're exactly performing our XG. So it feels like we've come down to earth a little bit. Some some uh, some fans believe that like we're just underperforming at the moment. We'll be back to overperforming our XG. Yeah. Other fans believe that this is who we are. The, who, this is who we've been the whole time. But we've been sort of 
covering up for it with like some big, big performances. I even think back to the match against Bournemouth last season. I was at where Reese Nelson literally scores on the last kick. Right, right. You know, uh, probably the, one of the most exciting sporting events in the history that I've ever been to. This It was magical. It's something I keep thinking, I think about all the time. That team hasn't appeared so far this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we need that back. Uh, so Dusan Vlahovic, remember y'all didn't want us, Frank? <laughs> Will you come here now? Uh, so I heard yeah. Osimhen and Ivan Tony were the two other names for Arsenal. Yeah, Ivan Tony is such a mistake to me. First of all, you're going to pay over a hundred million dollars for a guy who hasn't played football since what end of last season? Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. a couple of months. So what's it going to take? A month, let's say, to get like. Yeah. And that's even not, not enough. A, it's, but not a, it's not a January signing for sure. I, you're signing him in January, but yeah, you're yeah, not going to really get him like to his peak, to what he was doing at board. You're signing him for what he was doing at Brentford. Right. You're not right. signing him because he's a tall guy and he can score some. You're signing him to be the effective striker that he was at Brentford. Yeah. To get back to that form, to that peak form. It's going to take a while. Uh, let's say at least a month and a half. What were we talking about? End of February? Yeah. Yeah. By the time Probably that deal even gets it. agreed on, we're talking about maybe March. You're paying a hundred million dollars for a month and a half, two Could months. Could they sell him for that much? Given yes. given the the issues, and he shouldn't leave, bro. The stood the team stood behind you when you was illegally gambling, bro. <laughs> Don't leave now. <laughs> Play the rest of the season and leave in the summer. Have some respect bro, for this organization. Stay with the lady that held you down, right? bro. She visited you, you in prison. You got caught <laughs> doing dirt, and she snuck in some snacks for you. Bro, and she boofed the cell phone. Oh, you love a good boofing reference. <laughs> bro. It's a, it's a, and she boofed one of them weird foldable Samsungs. Those are hard to boof. But that's real love. Yo. You got a boofer? You stay with her. You got to Come on. You got to Come on, Tony. So, uh, okay. So, uh, a couple of the other teams in, in the top four. Liverpool and Aston Villa, I, I think, are just really, really fascinating stories. I mean, we mentioned this before. I just about... Liverpool and all the changes that that they made this season, and they had to get all get a whole new midfield. Um, but it seemed like it, it, you know all the all the signings, mm -hmm. all the uh, it, there's there's a um, even a, a sort of newfound kind of rejuvenation, even with Trent Alexander Arnold. You know, yeah, 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 celebrating his goals. You know, he's putting shushing, the, everybody. shushing everybody. But like, yo, who can't defend? Okay, mm. we, we I, I can't defend, but I'm in, I'm in first place. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't defend, but I got the trophy or whatever. Right? You know what I mean? I can't defend, but I just scored on your favorite team. <laughs> How's that possible? So that it's becoming a thing where. Uh, Liverpool, I think, are. I mean, it hurts to say this as an Everton fan, but I think they're easily the best team in the Premier League. And, and right now, Kevin De Bruyne coming back will change. You think a that's going to change opinions. a lot? Yeah, it's Kevin De Bruyne. I mean, it is Kevin De Bruyne, but Manchester City are still looking um, like they have some. Uh, 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 you know. What is it uh, in a ship? Like uh, the the holes in a ship or whatever, a sinking ship or whatever. Who knows? Uh, they look like a couple <laughs> hoes on a ship. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The famous saying. I think the, um, the Manchester City don't look as um, comfortable and confident. Yeah, but I, weren't we saying this this time last year? And then the the charges dropped, and they went on a run. You know I mean? <laughs> That's the thing about Man City; they can go on like a ten game winning streak like so easily. I don't know. I, it, it, look, they had a what three games in a row where they dropped points. Uh, I think uh, so. A, a couple weeks ago, um, it's it's I don't know. It's a little bit concerning, it's, but to the degree where I don't think it's a lock for them to 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 just to win the title. No, but it, so easily. It also feels, it also feels like ignorant to suggest that they're not. After having won the treble, right, right, and still right. being so close, I'm not saying that they're place. out of it completely, but no. I just think I, I think Liverpool are looking really, really good. They're I think Liverpool like, are the most informed team in okay. the league, definitely by far. Wataru Endo might be the best CDM in the Premier League, right? Like even better than Rodri. He hasn't had a bad game. Like no, he hasn't, and months. he's. Dude, he's looked absolutely incredible, and they need him, especially when you got Trent yeah. Alexander being like, weren't you the defender? What are you doing over <laughs> there? Uh, I'm out here trying to show people my butt. <laughs> Go defend. Yeah, dude. This is how I take corners, bro. You got to let it breathe. Uh, and also, and yeah, Aston Villa uh, as well, just watching uh, their games uh, throughout the holidays. It's Unai just, Emery, man. It, it's a, uh, I mean, Emery's not on the pitch out there, uh, you know, kicking no, the ball around. No, but he's got around, them. He, he's got he them playing really, really They're really well. exciting to watch, too. Like, as they a neutral, are. when I watch their games, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a, a level of, you know, the, the last few years, especially since Villa came back in, in into the Premier League, the, um, a, a 
you know how certain teams, you know, when you go like well, for example, you go into Anfield or you go to uh, uh, Old Trafford, the 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 expectation, especially as like the away team, mm-hmm. is it's like, yeah, we're not gonna have the ball. We're just gonna have to try to do our best or whatever. And Aston Villa sort of becoming a team where it's just they the the confidence is instilled in the players where if we're playing at home we should be the better team we should dominate possession we should have uh, more chances than them and i'm just like not used to seeing that from aston villa no villa park is a fortress it is. right it's absolutely incredible to see especially with everything you went through i think we've talked about that before but there's a there's a former player that you and i watched week in and week out at nycfc mm-hmm. who is now hurting your team's chances of staying in the Premier League. Yes. And Andoni Iraola. The manager for Bournemouth. What's going on, dog? Three losses in a row? For for Everton, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look, it's, uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, it's the, I, I would say the three wins prior in a row were more shocking than the three <laughs> losses in a row. <laughs> but didn't, didn't we all feel confident that that's who they were? We're like, yo, forget the point deduction, bro. <laughs> I think, well, look, what clearly needs to happen is the Premier League needs to deduct more points from Everton so we can get that fighting spirit oh, back. Imagine if instead of taking 10 at one shot, if they would have just taken like two points every week for, <laughs> for four or five weeks. It's like a reverse <laughs> win for life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> a simple <laughs> life, if you will. <laughs> so, no, Everton have uh, have looked pre- uh, pretty bad. I mean, the loss to uh, Wolves was embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, the loss- City, you can understand. City, you understand, but Jack Harrison scored. Mm-hmm. Uh, he scored against the first goal uh, against his old team that he never played for. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, and then the loss to um, to Tottenham was not m- much of a shock. But the, the loss to Wolves... Uh, which was, I believe, three nil. Yeah, that was a winnable game. That's yeah. That's you, I, even even uh, away at, at the Molyneux, you can't lose three nil to to Wolves. I mean, that's just there's no not to with all due respect uh, to Wolves, but that is just that that can't be the the result. And they just they looked really really bad. It's Especially tough. in that second half, it just it all just kind of fell apart. So um, the the other. Nottingham Forest had a, a, a pretty amazing result against Manchester United, and, I, and uh, you guys were talking about this a couple of days ago on, on, on Morning Footy. Uh, it was a great win for Matt Turner, but especially he, he made a massive made mistake. Another but mistake. then he made up for it. He did make up for it. He had to make a save uh, right, like I think right yeah. after that, uh, a big save to to help them win the game. But um, it, it's an interesting the the goalkeeping issues because they happen in in a lot of games o- onana uh the goalkeeper for manchester united has right. had plenty um the the defending in that game the i mean the two goals were beautiful mm-hmm. um but the 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 one thing for for nottingham right matt turner got his starting job back um from uh the other the other goalkeeper gave up five goals one game and they yeah. were like all right i get uh, maybe we've maybe we'll seen, go back to the other guy. <laughs> we've seen it huh? <laughs> yeah. the, american, oh. the american guy uh, right. <laughs> let's get uh let's get hot dogs and french fries back out here we, we want the dog fight guy yeah. back <laughs> <laughs> so they brought matt turner back and and he's he's had a couple flubs and and i'm glad that uh, Nottingham won this game because uh, the, the story would have been the mistake. The piling on would have been insane. But Especially with Nigel Rio Coker sitting next to me. My yeah, God, yeah. he loves that. But but, the, but, but I, I think I, you I, know Spiritu Santo seems to like him and trust him. Yeah, but then it I, I begs the question, why are we still doing the playing out of the back? For I mean, Matt Turner, he can play out of the back. He's not he's not incapable, but it is the it's not his bag. It's not it's not necessarily his bag, but it's also it does also doesn't seem to be the team's bag. Like no, they don't know what to do. They don't know. They're not. <laughs> they're like, how did this get here? They're not setting him up. Like the, aren't the, you supposed to send it that the, way? The, the, ba- the bad pass that he uh, had a couple weeks ago was from, it was like they they sent him a ball a little too fast. And he had to make a decision very, very qu- quickly with a, a defender closing, uh, closing down. But is down. this just also two Americans making, uh, you know, excuses for? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, look, yes, it is. I am making yes, an excuse. One hundred percent. I am making an by excuse by the definition. Yeah, we're blaming uh, the defender for passing too hard to our keeper. <laughs> but it, it's it it feels a little bit like oh okay, <laughs> it, it feels a little bit like um, just. He doesn't need to be doing it. Like there are moments yeah. where he is, he's like, I gotta pass it back. I gotta, I have to play out of that. I can't just boot it. And there you are see, times where you're thinking like, you're doing too much. I, yes, and mm. it's like when if you're the manager and you see that your goalkeeper is kind of going through these moments, just tell him like, yo, bro, if you're a little nervous, 
Just kick it away. I don't want. I don't want. I'm not trying to make you look bad. Hey, give a gift to someone. We in have the a stands. couple. Where I want ye. I want ye or something like that. The mm-hmm. tall, the the striker. Yeah. Like, Yo, my man, he could probably get a first yeah. touch and control that ball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's. It, it just seems that they they are like just dead set on this style of play, even in situations where it doesn't benefit the team, and that's that's where my concern is. Here's where my concern: if if he if he's not good at that. Is he gonna be good in a Burhalter system where you almost exclusively play out of the back? Well, he is good in a Burhalter system, but we've already seen it. Not and if his confidence is shook. But the, the the type of pressure that a lot of uh the teams that he plays against in the US men's national team are not they don't they don't press as hard. I mean, he's just not. He's. I'm trying to think of situations where he has made mistakes like that, wearing a US MNT shirt. And they, they, there are many. There no. are many. And because look, the the teams that we play, whether in Concacaf or whatever, there's there's usually the US is kind of in control of those games. So it's like the games that where he is in in goal and not in control, which is kind of a, a bit of a reason probably why he went to Nottingham because he has to play against a weaker defense than mm-hmm. he was at, at Arsenal. Um, and it's a, it, it, it just, it just seems like a, it just seems a little reckless uh, at times because you you're almost putting the player in a position to make these mistakes. That that's why, and I and I right. blame not just the manager, I blame just even the the, the teammates and the players. They, you know, and we've we've heard this from players that we've spoken to. You you know who you're passing the ball to, right? Right. Henri uh, uh, talked about once, you know. You know, I w- I want to make sure I I pass the Pires on his right foot or right. Wenger uh, uh, taught him like well, you know he's not that type of player, so make yourself available it, in this position. Exactly, and that that's what I feel is not happening with Matt Turner. Put him in positions to succeed. Don't send right. them a rocket. Yeah, <laughs> when yeah, there's yeah. A, a striker closing in on yeah, him. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong, but he does have the option to just kick it as hard he does, as he yeah, can. And I, I I highly recommend he does. He can hit a fuaka <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we're gonna do this over. <laughs> okay, everybody. Regroup. Let's start from the top. Okay, places, places, everyone. <laughs> so, uh, so fascinating. Uh, I think uh, a couple weeks, and uh, you know, so the the, the festive uh, fixtures are over. Hopefully, things balance again, and I'm hoping Everton stay up because I don't yeah. like what what I'm uh, what I'm seeing. But there's been uh, yeah some interesting results uh, to say the least. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Real quick, I want to make sure we, uh, before we leave England, uh, Jaden Sancho. Uh, I was uh, seeing the last uh, uh, couple days that um, obviously the 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 move to Dortmund, yeah, which uh, is now like official. I was seeing a bunch asking. It's reported as it, official, and I don't think the teams have. Su- yeah, yeah, have I haven't seen that. Yeah. yeah, so uh, by by the time you uh, hear this or see this, uh, it, it might be uh, official. It might be a done. I haven't deal. seen a uh, here we go from. Uh, um, from what Fabrizio. you call it, from, from Fabrizio, Fabrizio, but he has uh, tweeted about it, and it looks like it's it's, it's kind of happening. Um, but the I'm happy for Sancho to at least get a get a fresh start. You know, young young player. I think played incredibly well when he was back at Dortmund. He's the type of player I root for. I want a player like this to do well. You know what I mean? Someone who showed flashes of brilliance, showed that he was like you know wavy and and felt like the next. The next up, you know what I mean. I want to. I want to ask this question with Jane Sancho, and obviously, I you know I don't know him personally. Uh, he seems like a good kid. You're not, you're not in our group chat. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I told you, invite me, bro. <laughs> Damn. Um, but he seems like a good kid, and and so the 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 whole story with like what happened, and he didn't like the way Eric Ten Hag like spoke to him or said something to him, and he kind of. You know, stood his ground and said, "Like, no, I'm not. Business. I'm not gonna apologize because you know." So, I th- these are all. It's all essentially a speculation and gossip. I don't know exactly yeah, what we're happened. Putting together what you hear and see. But if if that's why he truly f- felt like that he was disrespected and he was not going to apologize, then all right, look, I. It, it may not be the best for your career, but I respect that you have values and morals, and right. you, I, you had a boundary that was crossed. Um, but but th- now outside of that. Just a, my main question is, 
I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if this is a question, but it's more of a statement. I don't know if Jaden Sancho is good enough for the Premier League. I don't think anybody knows. We never saw. Well, we saw what we... I, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer played him in the wrong position, on the wrong side. He was never really given that chance. And I think if you look back at his time, playing time in uh, in Dortmund, you know, Guerrero would open that up. You know, the overlapping runs would right. open up space. He was given a lot of opportunity to shine. And in those moments, he shined. Yes. So I can sit here and say, we, we know for a fact Jaden Sancho has that talent. Whether he can find that form again or whether maybe that was all he was, was, that, was and he couldn't reach a Premier League level is another question. I mean, look, he got a couple goals, a couple assists here and there. I mean, he was but playing he really good with, you know, he had Drew Bellingham, he had Erling Holland. I mean, he was balling there for a minute. And so much so that they were paid, what, they paid 109 Something like that. At least $100 million, I know for sure. Yeah. I mean, dude, you don't just pay that for someone who was just kind of balling. Well, maybe. I mean, well, man, I was going to say, is this Rasmus more of a Manchester United thing or is this more of a Jane Sancho thing? Because Jane Sancho is not the only high-priced player that's come into Manchester United and not reached expectations. Anthony is another one. Um, Pretty much the entire team yeah, that's yeah, playing a lot, right of, a lot of bad Garnacho, all these guys. So yeah. Garnacho started to play. Is it, so it's it Manchester well, United's fault or, San, uh, or Sancho? Or is uh, it Eric Ten Hag's fault? I mean, look, you players have to. The situation has to be right for certain players' talents to exceed. If you asked Mesut Ozil to be a defensive midfielder, he would have been a bad player. You know what I mean? Okay. He needs to have that freedom. He needs to play. That's one of the reasons why it wasn't so comfortable for him with Arteta because Arteta's like everyone has to defend. He comes from that Barcelona, that 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 Pep Guardiola sort of system of your strikers are your first defenders and your defenders have to start the attack. Like, that's kind of what Mesut Ozil was like. I kind of just float around and do my thing. And then every <laughs> once in a while, I hit you with a reel or a right, tech, right. you know? And he's like, it's not really going to work for us, you know? Um, I think Jaden Sancho, not comparing him to Mesut Ozil in any way, shape, or form, they were, I think Dortmund found the way to get the best out of him and put him in a position where he can absolutely shine the best. And when he gets, he gets to Manchester United, multiple different managers and and... Yeah, it, you know, I, being put in a situation where his his talents weren't, he wasn't able to express his talents to the best degree. I can't sit here and tell you I know for sure he's a he's a Premier League player, but I can tell you that we don't know for sure whether he is or he isn't. Yeah, I mean, look, I I, I but the body of work that I have seen it playing for Manchester United, it's just not great. And, and look, I, I I could accept the possibility that, oh yeah, maybe it's a. He's just playing on a bad team and bad chemistry and a, a lot of front or, office issues and and maybe there were just a lot of problems, you know, problems behind the scenes. But I even when Manchester United were like looking pretty good and he was on the team, I I don't I don't think he's capable of doing what he did at Dortmund on uh, on Manchester United. Or and 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 I'm questioning if he can do it for any club uh, in the Premier League. I, I it feels a little bit like the level is just a tad high for the type of player that he is. He's not the most athletically gifted. He's not outrunning pretty much anybody. He's also not a Martin Odegaard sliding through uh, uh, you know through the pitch, getting through defenders, pinpoint passes. He's not he's not like really a point guard. Maybe that's maybe look as far as like playing in the right position, what is the right position for him in Manchester United? Is it not winger? Is it maybe he belongs more in the middle of the field? I don't know because he was playing on the left wing, if I'm not mistaken. I think at Dortmund he was more right midfield, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Um, I yeah, think he was he, on the right. He was yeah, on the right. Okay. But, when, but he was he was cutting in more than he was sort of going on the wing. At the end of the day, I think what we're talking about is a player who I think we can all agree wasn't put in the best in the best position for him. Yeah. And then it it soured. The situation soured, and this happens from time to time. And the most important thing to do is get an opportunity. This is good for both the club and the player. He's going to go back to, to Dortmund on loan. He's going to show, hopefully, that he is of that skill, and then maybe Manchester United can get him off the books in a deal that benefits him, and they get some of their value back. Yeah. I mean, I look, that 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 move, huh? that move from Dortmund, I think when they offered, like, 100 mil, they'll be like, yo, they actually offered 100 mil. <laughs> like, Wasn't that the rumor of what happened at Benfica when yeah, Liverpool— Darwin Nunez. Yeah, when they were like, yeah, yeah. I hope we get 50 million, and, and Liverpool's like— we we're gonna give you eighty five, and they're like, whoa, <laughs> and everyone's like, take it. Someone's like, yo, ask for a hundred. 
<laughs> and they were like, no, nah, they'll never do that. All right, we want 100. Like, okay, deal. And they're like, I can't believe I got 100. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, so, look, I, I obviously uh, hope for the best uh, for him, but it's just a... Uh, I, I want to see him shine, man. I mean, he played well for the men's national team for... The English national team. Mm-hmm. So it can't be that he's a terrible player. It just can't be. No, he's not a terrible he's player. One, he's another casualty in the war, Manchester United war, against young footballers. <laughs> <laughs> British media, for what's worth, just sorry, real quick before we move on. British media didn't help the situation whatsoever. Always looked at him as Wait like a, a scapegoat. What situation has the British media helped? <laughs> you know, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, all right. Other than people who hate Meghan Markle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to uh, Italia. And yes. said, yeah, we have to. This this clip was uh, making the rounds of. Uh, this is from 19F podcast, which is 19F podcast. Moise Keen, Rafael, and I think mm-hmm. there's another player who's associated with it. Uh, Weston McKenney is a guest speaking full Italian. My man Weston McKenney speaking amazing Italian. Just here, here. And not like the Casadice Brooklyn, <laughs> New, New Jersey Italian. He didn't say mozzarella. Right. <laughs> He's actually he spitting real Italian. He didn't hit us with the forget about yeah, it. Yeah, no. You say they ain't got no gabagool in the locker room. <laughs> okay. He came in on some real Italian. I swear to God, if one of my in-laws ever said that Weston McKinney's even more Italian than you. <laughs> so, so Weston McKinney, and just hear a little bit of uh, his Italian, because it, it's pretty remarkable. Even Italian speakers are like, look, he has an accent, yes, yeah. but he's, he's speaking pretty, pretty I mean, well. I, come on. Yeah, so he, he Rosetta stoned a little bit, but he's here now. Chiuso, no, non chiuso proprio. La mentalità, dici? Sì, qui in Italia è tradizione, lo sai. Questo va bene, però... Okay, so look, I, so we'll get to the clip in a second. But I, I just want to say, I want to give him his props. I also want to say it's pretty cool to just see a room full of black people speaking Italian. It's yeah, kind of dope. It's, it's just great to see. Yeah, especially after I don't know uh, on uh, on TikTok, you, the, I I see a lot of like um, vlogger traveler people. Yeah, and then then so now I'm on a TikTok of like. Uh, black people who travel to different countries mm. and, and then after that I'm on black people who travel to different countries and let's rate one of the most racist countries to be <laughs> <Yes>. black <laughs> which and seems Italy, like Italy does seems not do like well a, a niche that is <laughs> full of content <laughs> Italy not at the top of the list Italy's not great it's not the, uh, not top is not uh, look it's hard to it's hard to judge yeah. you know what I mean um, but it, it's uh, uh, not for them no it, it, it is we're number uh, one over here baby yeah they're like oh we can judge easily dude <laughs> in the you know racist country uh, power rankings they, yeah. they're doing alright they're doing alright yeah, <laughs> so, yeah 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 so are it, they meddling in the racist countries <laughs> to travel to for black people Olympics <laughs> US gold medal every year yeah, yeah, yeah. we're here so yeah, because a lot of people uh, just kind of talk about like interacting at, at stores or Ubers or yeah. whatever, and it's just like you're not great. They don't yeah. speak too. It speak too Reminds highly. me of uh, if you've seen the nine month cruise. Stuff. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. That poor, that poor lady, this black woman's like, if I get asked one more time, <laughs> do I work here? <laughs> She goes, yeah. even the staff are like, yo, you're going through the wrong door. We got to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. And it's she's crazy. like, I am on this boat. <laughs> and then when she was saying that when people, when she says like, oh, I'm on the, I'm on the cruise. I'd they'd be like, how'd you afford it, bro? It is just like brutal, impo- dog. <laughs> Man. She got, that was a weekend. It's a nine month tour. <laughs> Didn't they cancel it? I don't, no, I don't know. No, it's still going. It's still going? Oh, but people, they, so I think it broke up and people could buy just sections of it. Okay. And now those people are, some people canceled the whole tour and brought bought it all in sections because it was cheaper. And now they're not able to get into like the VIP stuff. Yeah, yeah. And now they're mad. <laughs> uh, let's go. So I want more cruise more cruise drama. I think we can get you on the cruise for like a week, Alexis, just to film content. Oh, just being like Christian and I on a nine-month cruise. Bro. Damn, bro. Damn. CBS like, will be happy about it. <laughs> like, what do you mean you're gone? Mateo for nine will be months? like, where is my dad? Yeah. <laughs> we we come back to the studio with a, a super COVID that has never been seen before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just uh, the most powerful. We have strain. all the strains, actually. This version it was of a co- buffet. This version of COVID has collected all the Dragon Balls. Yeah. <laughs> it, has, it, it is the most powerful. <laughs> Can we get the, the sound of a plane going over my head for some of these jokes? <laughs> anyway, uh, so, so we we're talking about Weston McKenney. Weston McKenney on this, uh, he's on this podcast and he's uh, uh, speaking great Italian. Also, Weston McKenney speaks fluent uh, German as well. He yeah, yeah, played yeah. In Bundesliga. Just so it's awesome. Remember to see. that they made him play center back. And like a, he's a Harry Potter expert as well, bro. So, uh, uh, so there's I, some uncool stuff about him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of uncool stuff about him, he's basically in this clip talking about how. 
he wishes there were some changes in the culture of Italy. In they're much more traditional. They're about tradition and not so much about innovation. Yeah. And I think we all, including the guests and I'm hearing podcast, the, I'm hearing this clip and I'm thinking like he's, he's talking about football. He's talking about football. Like yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah. He's, he's about to school the Italians. Oh, I'm like, good. It's about time, bro. This Catanaccio <laughs> stuff is kind of boring. I'm like, he's really about to flex. And the example he uses yeah. is like how Italians seem to be upset with him. He's like, hey, I like pasta, but I like my pasta with pesto, pomodoro, which is tomato, tomato sauce, mm -hmm. and chicken all together. And each one of those, <laughs> if you just took two of those and put them together, it would disgust Italians. Because <laughs> for us, as Americans who uh -huh. eat Italian food, this is all normal. Boy, we eat Italian-American food. Exactly. And Italian-American food... You can have pesto and chicken and pasta. Mm -hmm. You can have pasta, tomato sauce, and chicken. We've all been there. You can have that. Very rarely do you see the pesto red sauce mixture. That I have not That's seen. That's a little yet. crazy. Yeah, I yeah, was going to be like, yo, wow, when he said crazy. that, I'm thinking he's saying throughout the day. <laughs> you know? I didn't think he meant in the <laughs> same not, a, not in the same jar, yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what ragu uh, are you ordering? <laughs> so you don't understand. Italians think it's crazy that we put chicken on pasta. Yeah, yeah. They I, think it's absolute. Do, do it's, you not have room next to the pasta? They yes. think it's crazy. I mean, and yes, there are, uh, you know, several black Italians here, but, mm -hmm. you know, Weston is not that. Weston is a Texas He's a Texas boy. <laughs> a Texas boy. Remember, he was trying to explain to Gigi Buffon about how in America there's ranch dressing. Yeah. And he was like, salad cream. <laughs> Yeah, right. On, uh, what was it Chiellini? It was Chiellini. 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 Yeah, yeah. You put the salad cream on the on the pizza. <laughs> and no, you don't do that. So could you imagine? He is starting a war with Italy <laughs> by bringing up ranch on pizza and now pesto, red sauce, chicken. Yeah, pasta. so I, I just want to I want to play this a little bit, and the, uh, our audio listeners, you will not know what he's saying if you do not speak Italian. The, the uh, obviously people watching uh, are gonna see the the, the captions. Uh, but here it goes. They just you can just hear the reaction in uh, the Italians as he's uh, as he's talking about it. <laughs> Dice, sì, ah, ma provato, che schifo, che schifo, però mai provata. Vero. E quando gli ho detto, ah, c'è un piatto così adesso, e dice, sì, proviamo, allora, proviamo. Allora, c'era la mia mano. No, non posso. Aspetta. All right, yeah, that's basically it. So, <laughs> so the, the woman, do you know who that woman is? I don't know who she is. So she's like, uh, from what I gather, I don't know for sure, because I've only seen like a couple of clips from this. She see, I, she's like slept with a lot of Italian rappers because they keep asking. One of the guys asked her which which Italian rapper has the smallest uh, a piece, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you will. <laughs> and she was like, "If you don't answer, you have to take a shot." And she goes, "I want to say because he deserves it, but I'm not going to say." And she wow. took a shot. So she's done that and will not eat <laughs> pesto. <laughs> like, I will I will not bring myself no. that low. Who <laughs> makes pesto? Pesto, red sauce, red sauce pasta, and yeah. One of the guys, I forget who it said, he said, I would actually try that. Oh, provato. He's like, I would try that. At and the then end. they're going to be like, you ain't no real. No, <laughs> you're out of here. <laughs> Trade in. It's Raphael yeah. It's like in Portugal, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, maybe that's true. There is a dude in there with red Tims. So maybe it's that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, bet I'm gonna try that. I just I love that, you know, that that Weston is is being true to himself. He's keeping the Texas culture Cuz not only is, is he like, you know, uh, um, you know, I'm gonna I want to eat the things I want to eat in Italy, but uh, and saying like, you know, Italians react negatively to it. But not only not only is he just saying that, he's he's saying y'all are stuck in your ways. Yeah, he's yeah. He's out in Italy like I'm innovating. <laughs> I'm the future. <laughs> Why do you do y'all yeah. in the y'all in 2000 and late? Wow. You know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> is that a reference from a 2008 <laughs> Black Eyed Peas song? <laughs> Fergie, greatest rapper alive, yeah. bro. <laughs> Yo. Sir Alex. Sir Alex. <laughs> uh, this was uh this is another embarrassing moment. And uh, but this also brings up a good to topic like I wish or a good statement that I want to make I wish food uh, as it traveled around this country they added the adjective of where you're eating that 
Like for like if if Cuban food in Texas, if they take if they put ranch dressing on a Cuban yeah. sandwich, be like, okay, that's Texas Cuban food. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Don't say, gotta, well, no, this is Cuban food. You got to rebrand it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You can't. If you go to a restaurant that's serving you pesto, chicken, and pasta alone without even the red sauce, that's Italian-American food. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Of course, this is going to disgust Italians. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I just love, yeah, it was a, 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 a genuine, um, you know, just... Uh, Would I, you put ketchup on mofongo? No. Right? No. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's blasphemy. Right? Okay. That's what I'm saying. Weston, don't you even think no, about bro. it. Bro. <laughs> I'm going to slide over 17 sauces and some pasta and chicken before you do that. Oh, uh, well, you know, you're at a Dominican restaurant being like, where's the Heinz? <laughs> yeah. Nah, bro. Not the, happening. No, there's no Hunts 57 <laughs> out here, bro. NWSL. Let's get to it because uh, we ain't, we the, don't talk about NWSL. We talk about Gotham. Bro. We talk they about are, Gotham and some of these. Their free agency the is other, open, and they're the only one opening that checkbook, bro. <laughs> yeah, there's nine other dusty clubs that ain't doing anything during bro. this offseason. <laughs> Bay FC, bro. You got out. The bar has been raised. <laughs> um, because Gotham FC. Uh, have uh, in in just the last uh, couple uh, couple days. Um, not only do they sign uh, Crystal Dunn, uh, who came over from um, the Pied uh, Piper, the, the Portland, the Portland Thorns. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, and Tina Davidson, who came from the Chicago Red Stars, rookie of the year, uh, uh, or was a rookie defender of the year. She she was on the World Cup winning team in nineteen, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So um, World Cup winners. Um, and then we then we were hearing rumors about. They, but mind you, this is the championship team. This is the champion. They won it all. You they just won the whole damn thing. The best team supposed to get the worst draft pick, right? And that, they're literally bringing in. So we ain't even got room for you, bro. Because <laughs> we're like, we buying. This is like when the Warriors broke the single season win record and then signed Kevin Durant. That's <laughs> how it feels, bro. So Tina Davidson replaces Ali Krieger. Yes, right? big, big shoes to fill. I mean, yeah, but also you got you went out and you got yourself a future star. Yeah, and then on top of that, we just get the news. Crystal Dunn, today, bro, and now <laughs> Emily Sonnet and Rose Lavelle are Gotham FC players, bro. This capitalism because the rich are getting richer, <laughs> bro. Okay, this is uh, we're signing, you know, the rest of NWSL being like, you know, socialism is pretty good. Yeah, we need to switch it up. Well, sorry, nine other teams, you gotta pull yourself up by your boots. <laughs> okay, turn to we're Fox all, News, Gotham FC, bro. We're all staunch Republicans all of a sudden. All of a sudden, the free market dictates yeah. who get the players. It's a free market out there, bro. If you gotta get your money up, you dusty right now. Uh, but this is uh, pretty is wild. That, is this that breaking a rule, bro? They, we, we, we don't know what the salary cap is. NWSI has a salary cap, and, and Gotham is like, nah, we ain't doing all nah, that. Nah, bro. We just won. Yeah, we make the rules, dog. <laughs> we are the queens of NWSI. Yeah. We get to decide how things uh -huh. go. Um, Do you got the trophy? Because <laughs> I think if you did, maybe you can make the rules. So this is uh, kind of, and look, it does kind of beg the question of like, how are they able to sign this many players? Uh, what are they, these kind of uh, uh, arrangements? What is they the already have Esther. They already have Midge Purse. They already have Lynn Williams. Yes. This is insane. Yes. <laughs> so the, and then even what, what is this team kind of even going to look like? I mean, we should. Think Can about the starting eleven. <laughs> what is the, the starting eleven really gonna gonna be? Obviously, Lynn Williams, Esther, uh, Mitch Purse, those them three up front. You would imagine um, Ali Long. Uh, forgot would, she was even on be, this team. Would be back uh, in the midfield. <laughs> You're gonna have no Ali, Rose, Rose LaBelle, LaBelle and Rose Emily. Uh, how is it? Emily could play fullback and play in the midfield. Yeah. So you got a lot because you still have Bruninha, who's a fullback, Kelly O'Hara as well. Kelly O'Hara! <laughs> so there's just so many remarkable players. This is the U.S. women's national team. This is the U.S. women's national Gotham team. Without a doubt. Yeah. And and just and players that are not even close to like end of their like end, end of their careers or or I mean retirement or mm -hmm. still you could still imagine seeing several of these players at uh, uh, on the world cup roster for the next the yeah, women's Rose world Lebel's cup what 25 26 yeah something like that bro we'll these get are stars um so th this is gonna be this look i mean you have to think gotham are the favorites 
to win NWSL again. Oh, they might win MLS. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's Florentino Perez actually thought he managed <laughs> this team. This is such a strong team. Where's the president? And and, and, uh, and look, and it's a good conversation to have of like that 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 there can be an NWSL super team and that you know what are the, the the salary restrictions supposed to be like are they is this gonna be like an inter miami thing where they I, I hate to do this but i got breaking news gotham fc have been asked to join the european super league <laughs> okay <laughs> no, it, makes, it makes sense they, they have to give a statement uh, about how they feel about the european uh, super league because, i mean at this point because <laughs> it's it is pretty remarkable this is this is Wild. I mean, when when the the Crystal Dunn, we gotta news? have them play Barca's women team, bro. This guy. I mean, they could probably beat the men's team right now for sure. <laughs> but th- this team is, um, you know, when they signed Crystal Dunn, um, and 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 Tina Davidson is an an interesting one because she was dealing with she had she an had ACL, big, big injury. Big injury. So you know, the 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 move from um, the you know the GM y'all Avery Bush West is. You know, she gave Lynn Williams like the chance because Lynn Williams tore her ACL, mm-hmm. and she she was supposed to play with, with the current. Didn't end up playing there at all, and took the risk and said, "Hey, we went, we want to bring you here, um, and we'll, you know we'll see what player you still are, but we believe in you." And and this is I think what's yep. similarly happening with Tina Davidson. We're still having that faith, and but the, but the thing I like is that it because of NWSL free agency, which just this is the first time it's happened. Now players have a little bit of like you know, Chris the way Dunn wanted to play back at home, back at home. But but like the way LeBron was having the conversations with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, and they were all like in a group chat, kind of uh, uh, they called it um, uh, what's the word? Um, collusion, collusion, collusion. There's we have like a little bit of Is yo. It? You don't think. The Crystal talking about like, yo, y'all, how about we all go to Gotham? Yo, you don't think Crystal Dunn puts down the flute and says like, <laughs> puts up a voice note that says like, yo, I think New York would be kind of nice mm, this year. Yo, and it, it feels a little bit uh, like that. And uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited I'm to see it. it. Yo, yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm totally fine with it. But this is this is the future, and I know the future of the game, but this is like a a thing that we are, we're comfortable seeing it in the men's game, right? Mm-hmm. You mentioned Florentino Perez. Yes. How, how what was his purchasing they just player strategy, strategy? Drew Bellingham, and now they're talking like I Mbappe, you next, right? We saw the Beckham documentary, right? We Bro, saw all- Figo, uh, you know, Raul, all the superstars, and they're like, yeah, let's go get Beckham. Exactly, we got it like that. And then Zidane. firing managers every fifteen minutes because uh, the, the, the it's just like, yo, we do whatever we want. Yeah, we want the best players. We get trying your to put- money up. So you teach your <laughs> man how to squabble. So, <laughs> so we need this in in women's soccer, and I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah. I think it's gonna be great. I mean, Chelsea kind of does this already bro. in in the in in England. I wish they did it this well, bro. We <laughs> signed these random guys that no one's ever heard of. These are like the stars. So, of no, so you love to see it. It's gonna be great, Gotham. Uh, uh, are going to have not only a great season, but an exciting season with some of the best players in the world uh, playing on the same team. So Next, it's these fans got to come out, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah it's going to be exciting to watch. That's the final the final uh, uh, piece. Somebody wow. said uh, they look like they're trying to win the treble. What is it? Uh, the NWSL Challenge Cup, the Shield, and the League. Okay, but there's no and more Challenge Cup, though, right? That's what they said. Okay, let's go. <laughs> But there is going to be another, isn't there like another in-season tournament? That there's I don't know. I, I, I've heard that there's conversations about something, but we haven't uh, gotten any details. So um, l- l- might as well call it the Gotham Cup. <laughs> the uh, last thing. Uh, okay. Yeah, we should we should wrap up. Yeah, right? we should probably. The it's last like, thing is thank you. Thank, thank you for you. joining us. <laughs> I want it, Yeah, there's a couple MLS transfers. But we'll we can talk it. about it. It's going to continue. We'll talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Well, ho- hopefully um, we got to invite uh, Tommy Scoops Ooh. on the show because he's doing a lot of work. Uh, during this MLS offseason. Tamizio uh, Romano, bro. <laughs> okay. Romano. <laughs> we got to figure out that. Yeah, exactly. We'll get there, we'll bro. Get Don't there. worry about us. Uh, so, but, so we'll workshop uh, it. On, on Monday, we'll make sure uh, uh, we'll talk about uh, the status of a lot of those uh, moves uh, in Major League Soccer because there's been a bunch of uh, wild ones as well. Um, like I said at the top of the show, Happy New Year. We're excited yes. about um, 2024. Do you do re- uh, resolutions? Yes, yeah, what's one you can share with us? I can share. Um, I mean, generally, they, it, it's more about uh, two things: uh, doing a couple uh, like project, more cool against projects. Like, I think we 
you know, we're we're in your face, in your eyes, in your ears. <laughs> yes. Consistently. I'm glad I'm glad you've picked up the slogan. Yes. <laughs> but um, there's a couple uh, projects, uh, more long term things that I, I have in mind that I uh, that I want to do. Uh, and um, what was the second one? Oh, just um, uh, uh, do more uh, tour, more with stand up. I want to be out, uh, you know, on the road this mm. year and and do more stuff. So that those are my main, those are my two main. You ones. really want to be in their eyes, and I really want to be in their eyes. It's crazy. On you your know, laps. You know what mine is? <laughs> this is one for all three of us. We're gonna keep getting that money, okay? Whether the, you like it or not, we're trying to get our money up like Gotham FC, bro. Bro, we see how much they're spending out here, and we're like, yo, bro, you're yo. making us look bad. In fact, we got some a superstar signing coming up. Us. <laughs> we signed ourselves, bro. Why, why didn't not, nobody saw it coming? <laughs> Damn. It's <laughs> <laughs> my cap yo. to reveal. <laughs> uh, so, no, always uh, a pleasure. Seriously, uh, 2023 was great. Uh, a lot of big changes yeah, for, uh, yeah. happened for us. I had a kid, Alexis. Uh, is on TV every damn morning. It's wild. It's wild. I'm waking up wild early. Uh, but 2024 is going to be really, really great. And uh, yeah, we're excited about everything going on here with DraftKings Network, Metal Arc, every, everybody, Miguelito yes. out here coming through with the tan. He's going to keep the tan. Here. He's going to keep the tan all year round. That's Spray right. Tan. Spray <laughs> He's tan. becoming more and more Latino. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just little by little. You're going to see it. We're getting and we got it. So, Whoa, how did I do that? <laughs> oh, my God. crazy. I don't Wait till he changes his car oil in a parking spot. <laughs> yeah, bro. Y'all can't see it, but Miguelito just threw, just threw the wickedest curveball. Yo. <laughs> just absolutely. It was actually a pet. A bottle of water bottle cap filled <laughs> with tissue, bro. So it's crazy. All right. So, uh, yeah, we're excited about this year. We're going to do a lot of really, really fun stuff. Uh, like always, big guests, uh, uh, big names coming through. And and just so stick with us. We're yeah. going to have a good time. Obviously, Shouts to us, Most bro. fun show in footy, without Let's a doubt. go. All right. Take care, everybody. Peace. Love you guys. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.